Welcome back, Fast Lane Learning Podcast listeners. I'm Kelly Moss, your ACAR Communications Director, and we are back here with an, another all new Fast Lane Learning session. Today's Fast Lane Learning is super important and really informative, so make sure you listen close. As a reminder, our guests and subject matter experts for each of the Fast Lane Learning episodes are ACAR's Chair of Professional Standards, Jackie Casera of Howard Hanna Realty, and ACAR's Vice Chair of Professional Standards, Cindy Castelli of EXP Realty. Fast Lane Learning is fast and wild, so fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. ACAR's Fast Lane Learning is a weekly production where we will facilitate quick conversations about key topics in the business of real estate. This is an adult show, and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. It's time to buckle your seatbelts and get yourself prepared for some great real estate answers in a great short format. Welcome to Fast Lane Learning. here with Jackie Casera and Cindy Castelli for another episode of Fast Lane Learning. And today we're going to be talking about professionalism and etiquette. Welcome back to you both. Professionalism and etiquette. Wow. We're really going to go for it today, right? Okay. So what is it about professionalism and etiquette that is hard for some realtors to embrace and practice 24-7? It's, 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 it definitely is a topic worth discussing. Um, <laughs> Look how politely she said that. Cindy has a gift for understatement. <laughs> um, you know, just like this market is stressful for buyers and sellers and there's so much going on for them, there's a lot going on for agents too. And sure. it's, it's hard. And, you know, especially, you know, with the market being as competitive as it is, buyers are fighting for homes and the agents are fighting for the business. So it's tough. And, you know, you have to remember, I've always tried to look at my um, business as you're not looking at the sale in front of you, but the career ahead of you. And it's built on relationships with your clients. Um, And just like you're building relationships with your clients, you're also building relationships with other realtors that you're working with. And you're building a reputation. And it's important that an agent knows that you're a person of your word and that you're kind. Kindness goes such a long way um, in in a stressful market like this. It's definitely, um, you you have to slow down and make sure that we're treating people how we'd want to be treated. Being a good human. Absolutely. The golden rule. Yeah. Right. And I think it, I think the kindness factor cannot be underestimated Mm -hmm. because the market's moving at such a rate of speed and, and we are not only advocating vigorously for our clients, but we have to remember that at the end of every transaction, the other realtors are going to be there and they're the people with whom we have to have and continue to have relationships. You watch all the law shows on television, you know, the lawyers get together and have a beer after word. We need to do something along those lines as well, remembering that the collegial relationship is every bit as important as our relationship with members of the public. And we know who we can trust. We know who we want to move forward in relationship with. But I think that we need to get involved with people outside our own immediate sphere. And that's one of the things that ACAR is so good for, you know, that we have the opportunities to be with people that we wouldn't otherwise necessarily be meeting and to establish friendships because to be able to think the best of someone's intentions and, and, you know, that we know that person and know their heart, I think is, is really significant. 
And I think it's, you know, back years ago, we've both been licensed a long time. We used to present our offers. We would pres- yes. we would take an offer after it was written and we would present it um, to the seller and the seller's agent. So you were sitting across the table from agents sure. and you got to know them and you developed more of a relationship with them. And as the years progressed, um that the that part of the industry uh, made an adjustment, and now we don't present our offers to sellers. The offers are sent over, so you know you're ninety nine percent of the time not even meeting that agent. Yeah, the internet changed all of absolutely, that. absolutely, and it did free up a lot of time where you're not you know presenting offers at eleven o'clock at night, and which you is know, nice. I, it is nice. Life, it, right it is now. nice, yeah. and I mean I pre- I've presented offers on every major holiday, right? <laughs> so sitting in someone's bedroom looking at the Timex on the bedstand. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, exactly but there was that. such a benefit to that on yeah. the human side because you knew if you were going in with a colleague that you didn't see often, but you had had a success relationship yes. with in the past that you were both working toward the common goal and the transaction had a life of its own not your buyer and my seller but the transaction had some advocacy to mm-hmm. seeing that all the way through to the end sure and yeah. I think it counted for a great deal I, I have actually taught in ethics classes that I think we need to get back to some level of in-person presentation certainly not in the madness of a multiple offer it's too it's too unwieldy but in the notion of you know occasionally inviting each other in so that we can put that in play because there were many a deal and I think Cindy would agree uh, that we put together purely by the force of wisdom and personality that otherwise would not have happened in that moment you know and so so when it's just related to what's on paper there's a benefit to the objectivity of that but residential real estate especially has a really emotional component to it and that ends up being missing when you're just dealing with what's in print you're losing the relational part of of that transaction yes. when everything's done via the internet and right. we are going to actually one of our future episodes for those of you listening today you'll um, find and down the road here we're going to actually talk about offers and the internet and how that's changed everything too so a mm-hmm. um, little sneak peek there so um Let's let's kind of shift a little bit of gear here. NAR has a series of suggestions, if you will, on that topic um, called Pathways to Professionalism. Um, which I guess which ones that uh, you know maybe off the top of your head or and I did we did put the pathways in front of you to take a look at which one of the pathways would you say as you're out in the field is violated the most by agents that that they could take a look at and go hey you know maybe we I need to fix this about how I'm doing things. I picked out my two favorites. Did you? I, you know, Cindy already raised the idea of the golden rule. I like to think along the lines of the platinum rule, oh. because not just treating people as we would like to be treated, but treating them as they would like to be treated. And to know that we have to find out, right. you know, so we have to know what their preferences are on all kinds of levels, you know, what their communication preferences are, what sure. they what they care about most, you know, yeah. what's the most important to them. And then uh, the other one that I liked was the uh, respect for property. I think everything in that category relates to what people are still doing and what is the trifecta of offenses. It's illegal, it's unethical, and it's unsavory and unprofessional. 
Um, and that is letting people without licenses into houses through lockboxes and through yeah. other means of entry. And we're still seeing it every day. And it's been the number one hit parade of every kind of violation for years now. And the passing of the lockbox code. Right. Yeah. Which shouldn't be going on, but we all know, you know, that maybe that still is happening <laughs> around town, if you will. But nobody listening to this podcast no. is doing that. Of course <laughs> not. Of course not. So so do you have your favorites? Um, I do. You know, um, we talked about the golden rule and, and just how that is. Really, if you if you fall back to that, it's going to cover most of it. But absolutely, um, I, I think we can take a lot of stress off of um, ourselves and other agents if we just respond promptly and communicate well. I think it's important that um, you know. Obviously, you, you have a fiduciary responsibility to your clients and you want to make sure that you're you know, talking with them and, and answering their questions and keeping them up to date. But this really with agents as, as well, you know, it just takes the strain off of sometimes a, a difficult transaction or a stressful transaction because they have clients that are wanting updates and knowing what's going on. And if we communicate um, with them, it, it just it keeps everything flowing better. Um I think that's a communication is a huge one. And it well, starts with feedback. It it's does. Simple courtesy. Yeah, it does. You know, it's the easiest thing in the world. One line. Right. You know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about etiquette in the realtor community. What does it mean and how can our members exercise their best etiquette on a daily basis? Um, and meaning, meaning, I guess, etiquette toward other agents as well as etiquette with your clients. What is what does that look like? Besides, you know, I, let's I guess let's say what is good etiquette between realtors look like these days? I think it goes back to communicating clearly and really setting the expectations, whether it's in your showing time instructions or, um, you know, it, whatever the expectations are of the seller are, if you're representing the seller, um, whatever is going to keep the other agent saving face, you know, and and not, you know, if, if we know that the seller's habit is to go next door into the house and watch the showing, make sure that the showing agent doesn't cancel without giving you notice, you know, stuff right. like that. So I think that, that the the more and clearer, again, back to Terry Watson's driveway mirror, we can do that for agents too, sure. you know, just help them see what's coming around the corner and what the expectations of the uh, the principles are. Sure. That's good you advice. Know. That's good advice. And gets keeps people prepared. And, mm -hmm. and that way the, the unexpected little things don't tend to crop up as much. Right. So I, I think too, that, um, you know, there's with multiple offers coming in, you know, often a listing agent is a listing agent, but I always like to say you're often a chaos manager as well. Right. Sure. And um, I, I've seen situations where um, agents have had multiple offers coming in or, or you know, they've written an offer and they're one of, you know, 10 offers, 12, 15 offers coming in on a property. And they're waiting for that response from a listing agent. Right. And all of a sudden, the property just shows up as contingent or right. pending, and their buyer sees it that way. Sure, and that's just terrible. You have to, you have to be professional about it and make sure that you're communicating with those other agents and let them know, give them updates so they can tell their buyers. Everybody's, you know, buyers are emotionally vested in these properties Absolutely. when they're putting an offer in. That's a big step. 
yeah. and picture yourself in the buyer's shoes. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. that's a rude way to find out mm -hmm. that the house that you dreamed of has been taken by somebody else. Yeah, right. that's, that's, you know, that's all great advice. So, well, we've reached our final exit and that's it for today. I want to thank Cindy and Jackie for their insight and input for today's episode. Please be sure to join us next week for the next Fast Lane Learning installment. And until then, drive safely and keep your learning in the Fast Lane. <laughs>